Welcome to the Sleepy Cues Podcast, where Linda Schmolowitz and Jessica Suiki will share answers to all your questions related to your children's sleep and parenting of young children. We are both certified gentle sleep coaches. Thanks for tuning in to hear the answers to the many questions that come up with the families we work with. Hi, welcome to the Sleepy Cues Podcast. My name is Jessica Suiki of Luli Sleep Consulting. Thank you to all our listeners for joining me today. We're finishing up our second season of the Sleepy Cues podcast with just two more episodes. Thank you to our listeners who have been with us from the beginning. We kindly ask you to make sure to leave a rating and review so that other tired parents can listen in too. And we always, always encourage you, our listeners, to send in any questions or topics you'd like us to cover. So today's topic is one that all our kids will go through and many parents fear, sleep regressions. It's a scary word and even a scarier thought. Your baby is sleeping beautifully and all of a sudden hits a regression. Why? What caused it? How do we get through it and make sure sleep gets back on track? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'll be talking about what a sleep regression is, signs to look out to know that your child is going through a regression, what causes the 12-month regression, and how to handle it. So first, let's talk about what a sleep regression is. A sleep regression is known as a period of time when your child's sleep is no longer going as well as it used to, so they are experiencing poor quality sleep where before they weren't. So basically, they were great, perfect sleepers, and now they're not. You can see why this is so stressing especially since we know this can happen a few different times those first two years. A change in your child's sleep patterns many times those first couple of years. Sleep regressions can include shorter naps, extreme fussiness at nap or bedtime, fighting sleep, and even frequent night wakenings. Sleep regressions usually last a few weeks, anywhere between two to six weeks. However, can last a lot longer if you let it, and that's the most important part. Don't let these sleep regressions last a lot longer than they should. It is really important to know what causes a sleep regression so you know how to cope with it, handle it, and don't get stuck in one. Of course, there are a few things that can cause sleep regressions that are beyond our control. So let's say your child gets sick. That can cause a regression because they've been sick, you've been sleeping with them, you've been holding them, and then after they're not sick and you're still stuck in the regression because you're still holding them. So clearly they're sick, we go on a trip, things kind of fall apart, those things can happen. But then there are regressions that happen at certain age based on developmental changes. So in this case, we're going to be talking about the 12-month sleep regression. So what signs should you look out for to know that your child is going through a regression? First off, you're going to see more frequent night wakenings where before they weren't waking up in the middle of the night. So before they were sleeping 10, 11, 12 hours, now they're waking up two, three, four times a night. That's no fun. They're being more fussy and having a hard time calming down and getting back to sleep after those wakings. They are crying, they're resisting sleep, their naps are shorter, you'll see all of these signs happening. So what actually causes the 12-month sleep regression? The most common cause of this 12-month sleep regression is a developmental leap of walking and cruising. Most babies around 12 months, so a little bit sooner, a little bit later, will start walking and cruising. They start getting a little bit more mobile, more active, 
and they just want to be up and running all the time. So you can imagine that not only during the day are they being more active, but at night they stand up, they walk around the crib, they start practicing taking a couple of steps. Another cause of the 12-month regression is their language and social development takes a big turn here. More words, understanding more, and just trying to communicate more, even if it's one-word phrases like ball, agua. And the other biggie here is separation anxiety peak. At 12 months, there's a big separation anxiety peak that builds up. A separation anxiety peak is when your child doesn't want to separate from you, doesn't want to let go. So for instance, during the day, you put her down to play a little bit, and then you step away, and the minute you step away, she realizes that you're leaving, and she starts crying and screaming. Or where before you would leave her with the nanny or with grandma uh, for the day, and you'd go to work, and she starts crying. The child doesn't want to separate from you, and the reason being is they don't really understand object permanence. They don't understand that even though you're leaving, you still exist and you're coming back. So they're scared to separate. They don't want to let go. So if you see a lot of that during the day, you will see a lot of that at night. So you have the developmental leap of walking and cruising. You have their language and social development taking a big turn. You see the separation anxiety peak at its highest A couple of things can also cause a 12-month regression. One would be their change in their sleep needs and wake windows, and the other is teething. So let's first talk about those sleep needs and wake windows. So at 12 months, their wake windows increase slightly, so if your child wasn't doing this already, they can handle a four-hour wake window, especially at the end of the day. And that time in between nap one and nap two also increase. So parents get stuck on that nine-month schedule and that nine-month wake windows, and they'll put their child down for these two naps, and the child starts fighting the nap. So yes, they might fight the nap because of that separation anxiety peak, but they also might fight that nap because they can be up for a little bit longer. And here, I see a lot of parents mistake this and think that their child is actually resisting and fighting naps because they're ready to go down to one nap. And this is not true. So if you see your child resisting these naps, just remember that they are probably not ready to transition to one nap. They are just fighting it either because they're going through a separation anxiety peak or those wake windows increased a little bit. So try to increase those wake windows in between those naps and right before bedtime to see if that helps a little bit. And then the last reason, like I mentioned before, is teething. Now, if your child is a sensitive teether and will wake up frequently or will be really irritable every time they pop out a tooth, around one years old, those molars start coming out. And those are a little bit more painful. They're a little bit bigger. They're square. And so they do cause a little bit more of a sleep regression, whereas they will wake up more frequently in pain. So remember, not all kids will go through a major sleep regression around the 12-month mark. But if they do, it just lasts a few weeks. Every child's situation is different. And how long a sleep regression lasts can really depend on the factors causing it. Basically, how are the child's sleep habits and environment from before and their overall development? 
a way to ensure that the regression doesn't last that much longer or more than a few weeks is establishing those healthy sleep habits at a young age and bringing them back as soon as the regression is over. Don't let the bad habits linger too long because that will only reinforce the regression and what ends up happening is the bad habits are now the new habits and the good habits are out the door. So how do we handle regression and in particular this 12-month one? I'll be going over three tips to help guide you in handling this sleep regression. And then we'll be talking about how to respond to your child when she's crying or when she has those frequent night wakenings. So the first tip would be create a consistent routine before bedtime if you haven't done so already. Research shows that a stable routine can make it easier for your child to fall asleep and stay asleep. So if you haven't created one, please set that up now. If you've listened to our other podcasts, the bedtime routine is so important and vital to these healthy sleep habits. As part of this process, you want to make sure that your child has time to wind down, get comfortable, and say goodnight. Remember, they're more alert, active, and aware, and they need that wind down period. Even more so, if they're going through a separation anxiety peak, this wind down period, this bedtime routine, really helps with that separation. Next would be keep a steady sleep schedule. If you can stick to a consistent schedule for naps and sleep at night, it can really help your child adjust and be ready for sleep. Remember, children thrive on consistency. Any deviation from the norm can make the transition harder and cause that regression to last longer. And lastly, does your child have a lovey, a security object, a stuffed animal? If not, you can offer a security object now so that she has that sense of feeling safe and security when she's going to sleep. She's 12 months old now, so there's no safety concern. Try to offer your child perhaps a small blankie, favorite stuffed animal. That way, when you put her down in the crib, she can hold on to it and she'll feel that sense of safety and security while she's alone in her sleep space. So we know what causes this 12-month sleep regression. We know the signs that we need to look out for to know that she's going through one. But how do you respond? What do you do with all these wake-ups or with your child resisting these naps? So because oftentimes the cause of this sleep regression is developmental, not much is needed to be done. Remember, she's just up and talking or walking, so she's just practicing. If that's the case, leave her be. No need to go in, and oftentimes going in can actually make it worse. She doesn't need you, so just leave her. If it is teething, then we all know that teething can cause a little bit of pain and discomfort. You will know she's teething because you'll see all those signs during the day, like the gums are swollen, there's a hole in the gum, drooling, fussiness. So if she's in pain, by all means, go ahead and offer some pain relief medication before bedtime and in the middle of the night. If your child is going through a separation anxiety peak, that might be a little bit different. And the reason being is you're going to put her down and she's not going to want you to go away. She's going to be crying. She's going to wake up and scream and cry. So oftentimes I will tell my clients, go in and do a check. It's okay. You don't want to leave her alone because she is now alert and aware. She's 12 months old. So she knows if you're not going in, she's just going to keep on crying, waiting for you. So if you want, go ahead and do a quick check. Open the door, 
remind her, reassure her that she's okay, and then leave. Remember, don't linger too long. If you find that doing a check is not enough, if you find that your child actually needs you to stay in the room, remember, the Sleep Lady Shuffle is a great way to provide that sense of security and comfort for your child without creating new bad habits. She probably needs a little bit more reassurance. And if you are in the room, she will probably stop crying because she knows she's not alone. But remember, we don't want to get stuck in the room. So shuffle your way out of the room. If you're sitting next to her that first night or two, after a couple of nights, sit by the door. Then sit outside of the room. So work your way out of the room so you actually don't get stuck and create a bad habit of being in the room every single night. Remember, you can either leave her alone because oftentimes going in might cause more tears and frustration. You can open the door and do a quick check or you can stay in the room and offer that reassurance. But remember to eventually leave that room and don't get stuck in the room. So I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. We went over a lot of things, what a 12-month regression is, what causes it, signs to look out for in your child's sleep to know that they're going through a regression, and how to respond to your child. Remember, it's okay. Many kids go through the 12-month regression, through the 18-month regression. The biggest advice I can give you is don't get stuck in it. Work your way out of it. And then in a couple of weeks, sleep will be back to normal. I guarantee that. Remember to leave a rating and review. We always like to hear from our listeners. And we thank you for joining us on this journey.